Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. I can only imagine walking in to any business with your mother during the holiday season because it's a crapshoot as to, number one, what mood you're going to get her, number two, what offensive things she's going to say to you or others, and then number three, the feline-like cat poop cover-up as to how she will explain this. And now it's even turned into... Cat's mother, Jennifer, going, fine, you can use this on the show, knowing even if she says don't talk about this on the radio, you're going to talk about it. Over and the past few years, she'll throw, like, if she says something, she'll go, off the record. Yep. <laughs> like, won't, she'll let you know if you say it, there will be a problem. I have cop friends that start conversations with me. This is not meant for broadcast. Yeah. I'm like, good Lord, you really think I'm going to roll over like that? Likely. But if they didn't say it, would you probably tell yeah, some but of I their I stories? Yeah, but I wouldn't have said their name. Right. You know what I mean? But regardless, Kat comes into the studio this morning. <laughs> oh, went shopping with my mom. Yeah. Let me tell you this. I go, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Because yeah. this can only be radio worthy. So please tell me what happened. Okay, so we start shopping. And she says, you know, I feel bad because Emily really wanted to come, my sister. And, and I never get to just be with you one-on-one. So don't... Rub it in her face that we're here. So I sent this picture. <laughs> hashtag, <laughs> hashtag a day of laughs. It is such a it is such picture. a doctored picture to make it look like you're having a good time with your mother. And then my sister says, until it turns into a day of bathroom stops and temperature complaints. So my mom <laughs> went shopping with her the day before and she got her feet got so hot that she had to stop at a store and buy flip-flops to wear around the mall. Then she just like, she was having a hot flash. She had to get a drink now. So she had to sit down. My sister had to run and get her a drink. So GD dramatic. So that's what I was bracing myself for. But we had a really nice start. Started at uh, the sporting goods store and um, shopped there. She's a good shopper. Like she'll spend, if you like something, she'll get it for you. So I enjoy shopping with her. So then we head to lunch at Cheesecake Factory. She's taking me out to lunch, which oh. is lovely. And we walk by and they have outdoor seating in the hallway, almost like a makeshift patio. Yeah, right. It's a it's a it's a mall patio. And <laughs> we're walking by and she goes, Oh no, we're not sitting out here. <laughs> oh, heaven forbid. What if there's a mall shooter? So she thinks oh, we would be the first my to go. God. And you wonder where I get it when I talk about going to a movie and wondering is this going to be my last movie? You know, like I, I have these thoughts because I've been given these thoughts inherently. Blood sugar is down. You're hungry. You're having a great time. You think at Cheesecake Factory. This is going to be awesome. Spend some time with my loving mother. And so her phrase is, yeah. we can't sit here because there might be a mall shooter. Right. Great. So she's like, we're not going to be the first to go. So we go up to the hostess stand and my mom's like, two please for a booth. That would be great. And they said, sure. And he goes, uh, smaller booth okay? Like a two-person booth? She goes, sure. We didn't have too many bags at that point. They bring us to a two-person booth right next to the waiter station where they fold napkins, mess with silverware, pour the water. Is that all acceptable? You can't see me through the radio. And I've told this story before because it's happened before at P.F. Chang's where they seat us next to the waiter station. She does this with her hands. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) Drops her bags. Oh, no. 
waves her hands. We need a bigger booth. We have a birthday girl here. Mind you, my birthday's in March. So she starts lying there. So they seat us at this four-person booth. Lovely waitress. Away from the peasants that are folding napkins. Yes. Okay. She goes, I don't even know why a table would be put there. And she goes on about this. So we sit down. We order, and she makes mention again that it's my birthday <laughs> because she knows she that we get free, stuff. free cheesecake, yeah. a free slice of plain cheesecake. All right. And so she's like, oh, my God, a birthday girl here. Like, goes above and beyond with this lie, okay? They don't even ask me for my ID. They could tell your mom just wanted free stuff. They can know. tell. They can tell. They don't want to go against anything she has to say because she's got that face where she's ready to like argue with She's you. already dominated the room. Yeah. Are yeah. you telling me I don't know when my daughter's birthday is? <laughs> oh, like, you gaslight them right away. this face right here? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it was just like one thing after another and just, I don't know. Well, what stands out the most in your mind about this, sh- uh, this shopping trip with your mom? Is it the fact that she assumed you were going to get shot in a shopping mall if you sat outside a cheesecake factory? I don't know. And then she had to get to a bathroom after we're shopping. We go into another store and then, oh, she stops at a kiosk and buys some more attachments for her Crocs. They're called, what are they called? Oh, no. Like, uh, we used to have those friendship pins on our tennis shoes when we were in school. She has those for her Crocs. She kept calling it something. What is it even called? Is it it like a tennis ball because she coaches tennis. So now she's got a new tennis ball for her summer Crocs. And and then and then all of a sudden she starts getting really hot. Okay. So I know that maybe the end is nigh. And I'm like, okay, I gotta go to Macy's because there were great deals on sweatpants in there and Derek wants some new sweatpants. So we go in there and she just throws her hands up. I gotta go. <laughs> She's just like leaves. She just left you. I gotta go. I have linens to do. Bye. She's so funny. There are so many palatable moments in that story that really help me understand why you are the way you are. I am the exact opposite of my mother. I enjoy my time with her, but she gives me nonstop material. Listen, you're you're on the same path. You're just not going as fast. No, 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 no. I can guarantee that if your son takes a job in broadcasting, one day he will be telling the same story about you. The nation's fourth largest city, that would be Houston, by the way, they have now been telling all of their residents that they're under a boil water notice. Oh, no. Yeah. How disgusting. Like, it was a big one in Flint, Michigan, where their water was l- like... Still don't think it's right there. Not even liquid. It was runny sewage. And these people were putting it in their baby bottles, oh. not even knowing what was going on. Officials have directed the population of 2.3 million people to boil anything in a pan before drinking, cooking, bathing, even brushing your teeth for at least three minutes. Then evidently it will be safe enough to consume or put in your body. Um, and that's because their water plant had a power outage. And oh, now all no. that. Wa- I mean, what a nightmare. What oh, a nightmare. Uh, earliest day the notice will be lifted is tomorrow. So hopefully they don't have to deal with that much longer. Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday, of course. Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday and all these holiday deals. Cyber Monday zooming towards a new record. Cyber Monday. Shopping online, spending billions of dollars. Get the credit card out. Cyber Monday, the biggest online shopping day ever. I'm not shopping over here. Amazon.com will use over 15,000 robots to fill their Cyber Monday orders. The key 
Shiba robots cost them about $775 million, but they're so efficient that it really doesn't matter. But don't. You know what else they don't do? What? Not show up for work. That's true. Right. Yeah, Colin's thing. You know what else they don't need is yeah. life insurance, health insurance, there dental insurance. I, I get all the reasons, man. Uh, they're going to be starting to be delivered very soon. This is a delivery driver having to deal with an unexpected family pet. Uh, you're going to have to go back in the garage now. I have a garage delivery, and who steps out of the garage for the chicken? Dude, ain't no Amazon delivery driver catching no, no chicken. Not at all. This so ain't happening. If you've never tried to actually catch a chicken that doesn't want to get caught, it yeah. ain't happening, man. Oh my god, I upset my nephew this weekend because he was I had some, his? no. Oh, <gasps> oh my god, chicken? Are you for real? <laughs> god, you're disgusting. <laughs> I had a I thing of mean. oil out on the counter, and I said this will come in handy next time I'm at your house. They, they have those four massive chickens that oil? are like their pets. So I was going to cook his pet. Oh, gotcha. He named one after me. <laughs> Auntie Cat. <laughs> I was like, real nice. During that song, I was talking to Cat just a second ago about my sister. Would, would you ever trust me? Let's say you're going to get remarried. Let's say we're still doing the show. It's five, ten years you from right when? now. <laughs> if you were ever going to get remarried, would you have trust in me to help you with your vows? I'm an ordained... Yeah, I would never. mm -mm. I would YouTube somebody doing it over letting you do it because. So my my sister and her soon to be husband are up for Thanksgiving to our place. And she hits me at the table after she's had about, I don't know, three bottles of wine. She goes, so um, when are you going to run the script past me? Yeah. I said, what do do you mean? What am I going to run? What past you? Well, what you're going to say at our wedding. So she asked me hey, would you be willing to get ordained and then be, you know, the minister at our wedding? I said, sure, no problem. It took five minutes online to make that happen. And she goes, well, you you have to let us know what you're going to say first. I said, no freaking chance. Why? Because you should be surprised. When you hire the reverend of love Mm -hmm. to oversee your wedding ceremony, what you see is what you get. And if you don't trust me with those words, then you never should have asked me in the first place. I don't think she should now, have asked you in the first place. I am I going to take weird. certain liberties knowing that, like, his parents are there? Absolutely. Am I going to take certain liberties knowing every bit of my sister's past and everything else? Absolutely. Are you going to say the name Mike at all? No. Okay. There's no reason to bring up her ex. That's a different part. Well, there's Is several that the reasons. the reception? Well, here's the deal. I got a garage door that's acting a little wonky. <laughs> I used to get that all free, and yeah. now I'm like, I don't know. No, no, but she's, I mean, she was physically upset yeah. that I didn't run what I was going to say for her wedding in front, uh, past her first. Yeah, she's like nervous. That, that, ain't, that ain't you. That's not your choice. You also turn the word reverend into a three-syllable. Reverend, yeah. But you, like, were really hard with that word. You were like, I am a reverend. Well, okay, now I'm not an ordained minister, Yes, you are. Of the Church of Christ. Oh. But I am a reverend of love. Of the web. But I'm still a reverend. Anybody can be. I'm not saying it's a special thing, but I am and you're not. <laughs> I don't want to be. And I will oversee a wedding in less than two months. I will usher in love and joy. And I will. I will. Oh, here come the text messages. Jesus. She is uh, very happy right now. And I think that maybe you need to take a vacation. And pull her back a little from, bit to no. be normal, right? Take a you vacation can, of 
of your judgment yeah. and the mean L- Nobody deserves you. constant happiness. I'm here to bring everybody back to the minimal. Wow. That way you work harder for what you get, and then you appreciate it a little bit more. That's really true. But you wouldn't, tr- you wouldn't trust me to rever into your, your, nope. your new marriage? No. I actually switched Liam's emergency contact from you <laughs> to Trisha. <laughs> Let's begin now. Full of turkey and ready to rock. Welcome into the Playhouse. Monday Vibes pop in at 6.02. How was the long weekend, Kat? It was, it was like fast. Wasn't it fast for you? Uh, yeah, or I guess. did it feel like a good long break? No, it was. It was. I, I don't know. Fine, I guess for four days. I didn't feel like it really buzzed by though. Oh yeah, I did. I was like, oh my god, it's Sunday already. That's crazy. I think we just did so much. I spent so much. I feel like I don't want to spend any more money. Mm. <laughs> like we went uh, shop small Saturday. Did up that uh, Liam and I did, and then went to Walmart and got all the gifts for. Our adoptive family with hope for the holidays got that wrapped last year. I had them sitting in my guest room for <laughs> for up until like the eleventh hour, and then I'm wrapping and my hair is all crazy and I'm sweating and I'm like I'm gonna do myself a favor, wrap them and then make sure that they're delivered. Had a lovely Thanksgiving. Uh, had some time with both sides of our family. Decorated for the holidays. Had a happy hour with a good friend. Got a little buzz. That was good. And then organized a lot. And then I went shopping with my mom yesterday. And that's worth a whole conversation. So we're going to talk about that later on this hour after the flyaway song because um, she's ridiculous. And she said that I can talk about all the stuff that happened yesterday. And it was just. It she was knew crazy. you were going to anyways. She was. She goes, uh, there you go. Something else for the show. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. I was going to say it anyway. So. How was yours? It, it was uh, good. Laid back. Had a lot of time at home with the family. Kids are back from college. So that was kind of fun. I had a lot of hockey mixed in along with uh, some turkey. But I realized when I woke up this morning and when you started saying spent so much, did so much shopping, like that's not a thing for us this year. Like we got together at the end of last Christmas. Yeah. And my wife came up with the idea. If we take you for a week of skiing in Colorado, would you rather that or gifts? And all three of our kids simultaneously skiing. Let's go. Let's go. Let's let's do a trip. Yeah. So we decided like no Christmas presents this year. It's just we're going to go for a week long vacation. We're going to go to Denver and we're going to go to Breckenridge and stuff like that. And you're positive she has not gotten them anything. Uh, no, that I can't verify <laughs> okay. uh, because I don't really keep track of that. But that yeah. was the thing. It was like, all right, you guys uh, don't ask for a bunch of stuff. Now, we'll catch them along the way. Like my son, yeah. my son uh, Peyton came back from college this weekend. It's like, guys, you know what I really want for Christmas? I want to get, you know, some WeFest tickets and my friends and I are going. And Trish looked at him. She goes, you're going to Colorado with us, right? Yeah. And we bought all the tickets. And he goes, well, yeah. And she goes, there are no more Christmas gifts. Yeah. Like, and, and he, he, he's struggling. He VIP glamping or what? Right. He's right. That's what he wants yeah. to do. Right. I'm like, you are so bougie right now. So it's very weird that you'll talk about all this and I'm just sitting here going, I got to go grab my snow pants out of the crawl space. Yeah. You know, like that's I got some cool thing. ski gear yesterday. From, we went to Dick's House of Sports, which is not Dick's Sporting Goods. Sure. Oh, my God. That place is like insanity. They have a whole skating rink in back. They have the, yeah, the, the putting. Stuff. They have the driving range. They have a, a batting kit. That's crazy. Well, my husband and I were going on a weekend vacation and we have a dog and a cat and we asked our neighbor if he could come in and check in on them bring the mail in and my husband gave him a key uh when we came back i rang the doorbell and you know thanked him and asked him for the key back and he claims that he 
can't find the key and he misplaced it. He thinks he lost it. Yeah. And I feel oh. very, very uncomfortable because this guy is a little strange. <laughs> and I mean, as much as I appreciated him doing it, it's just it's something that's just not sitting right with me. Yeah. And I just don't know what to do because I am not comfortable because when we go out, I don't know if this guy's going to just come in the house and snoop around. I just don't feel comfortable. And I don't know whether or not I should call a locksmith and just change all the locks. Yeah, I don't want to insult him, but it's just very awkward. I don't know. I just it's just not sitting right with me. I would completely trust your gut on this as somebody that overthinks this stuff. Like we had our basement done and we had to give our garage code to some of these construction workers, you know, to get down there and get stuff going. And all I could think about, like, I remember trying to fall asleep one night and I was like, oh, my God. What if they come back in the middle of the night and kill us? So I made my husband go down exactly. there, change the code to the garage door. Exactly. Exactly. But now he has a physical key. I say, and a lot of our women texters are going to say, trust your gut on this one. Yeah. Better safe than sorry. I okay. think on this, I don't want to be reading about you in the news. Like I, I know it sucks no, to have to change your locks, idea. but yeah, he, not a good idea. He may be harmless, okay. but either way, then he won't be able to get into your house. And then if he tries, exactly. then you can say, why are you trying to get into my house? Yeah. So. It's just very awkward. I don't know. I just don't. It's just not sitting right with me. She had gone on vacation and she went with her husband. They have a dog and a cat at home. So they entrusted their neighbor with a key to their home to take care of the animals. She goes to get the key and the guy says he lost it. Ah. And she has had a weird feeling in her gut about this guy, which I don't know why you'd fork over a key to your home, but He says he does not have it anymore. He lost it. So we have a lot of people kind of backing her intuition. Says absolutely change the locks. Love JJ's idea of the changeable Wi-Fi lock. Women's intuition gut check is so real. Marjorie says she should change her locks like today. Call somebody out and just change it. Um, You can too. If you go to Home Depot, you can quickly just take that off and put a new one on. Tiffany says change the locks better to be safe than sorry. And then Sarah says Change the locks. Even if he gave the key back, he could have made a copy for himself. Yeah. Wow. That's going to make a lot of people start thinking today. I got my key back at one point, but does someone have a copy? This happens often when um, crews will come in to do some kind of repair work or whatever. And if you leave them a key, it it is nothing for a, somebody on a crew to have that key, yeah. to say, I got to run back to the shop to make a copy of it. Now, next thing you know, you put on social media, hey, headed to Punta Cana for a great, amazing holiday vacation. That guy just walks in with a key. They the entryway at Walmart, you make them right there. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's scary. Like I said, I, I know everyone's a little strapped over the holidays and stuff, but if you can invest in the digital lock, where you can provide codes to people that need to be in your home and yeah. they're temporary codes. That for us was a, a game saver because uh, we're a, an hour away from our cabin and this guy calls and he's like, hey, the windows came in early. I can get them installed this week. Right. I didn't have a chance to go out there and I was like, all right, man. And I was able to, from my phone, set up a temporary code so that he could get in knowing that code was going to expire halfway through the week when he'd be done with it. And then there was just nothing else. You, you know, know what I mean? so weird is like growing up, we never locked our doors. It's a different world. Overnight, man. no one would ever lock our doors. Midnight, I could have gone and opened the door. Now, my parents' house is a fortress. I have to put the code into the garage door, which changes almost monthly. And then I'd have to call or text, what is it now? And then I get into the garage and they have hidden a key 
to the first door and then hidden a key to the next door. Our alarm system pings when somebody opens a garage door, the yeah. overhead door, the inside, and um, it's it, it keeps you safe and there's a peace of mind. Yeah. Plus, I like to know who's going in and out of my house. I mean, especially during the summer, it is a pain in the butt because I got two kids in college and a 15-year-old, and they're out and in all times of the day and everything. Yeah. But it, it, I'm telling you, at 2 a.m., when you hear that, so the other night, my daughter's home for Thanksgiving break, and a bunch of her friends were partying wherever. And she's like, yeah, she's like, I, I have to actually study for like a bio lab or something like that. I got to put in some time. So I'm just going to pick them up after they're done partying and bring them home. They're just going to text me, and then I'm going to go pick them up. But boy, she left at 2 a.m., yeah. and I was up and on my feet. Going, hey, what's going on? Wait, who just left the house? And sure. I check real quick. Yep, the alarm was unset and set by Reagan. She's got her own key, and that was it. And so, I, I, you know, I'm telling you, that investment is a big deal. Yeah. It's worth the peace of mind. Let's start with some good news. I've got good news and good news. Tell them the good news. Good news? Good news. Okay. Let's hear it. It's good. This is good news because mama and baby are okay, and the workers at this McDonald's knew exactly what they had to do to get this baby out safely, but to deliver on the bathroom floor of a McDonald's. But I love the nickname they gave this baby. I went into the bathroom. I used it. My water broke immediately. The lady came in. She was like, are you okay? I said, no, I'm in labor. I thought that was joking. I opened and she was on this toilet laid back screaming. Then I knew to tell my crew we're having a baby today. I had one worker on this hand, one worker on this hand. I think I bit her. I didn't mean to. It was me. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm okay. She didn't break my skin. She had a nickname before she even left McDonald's. That's her nickname. McDonald's Little Nugget. Little Nugget. (laughs) my God. Like the picture of this woman, she's just like, she's got her oxygen mask on. The EMTs have finally arrived. All I'm looking at are like, discarded pieces of toilet paper next to her. And I'm just like, girlfriend. But she got rushed to the hospital. Everybody is okay. And that is what's good. All right. So we got a text from Lisa and she wrote something that happened. And I want your opinion as to, is this the route they should go? She said, my husband is so mad. We hosted Thanksgiving and he just discovered that somebody cracked the lid of the tank of the toilet. Oh. He wants to send out a mass email to find out if anybody is going to own up to it. If they do, he wants to send them a bill. That would be Derek. Derek would 100%. This happened to us the this. very first. We just got moved into our home. Yeah. And the very first time we had people over, it happened. Somebody, uh, we had an old school toilet seat. It wasn't like that really flimsy plastic or whatever. Yeah. But somebody had obviously flipped it up too hard, and it's usually a guy. Yeah. And it cracked, and we just lived with it. But, yeah, same thing. I I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't even know if you can buy a replacement one of those. Well, why couldn't you? Couldn't you call it? I think you got to buy the whole toilet. Is there a toilet store? If you go to, like, uh, on Lowe's, Home Depot, Menards, I don't think you can buy just the top of the toilet. Really? Yeah, I think you've got to buy the whole new toilet. That's crazy. I think they all fit differently. I think you, uh, unless you find, yeah, I don't know. I've never, I think about how many times you've been in a home improvement store. You ever seen the toilet lid or the toilet, the top tank just for sale? I've never seen that. I guess not. I that mean, sucks. That's why it sucks because it's going to be $300 for a new toilet. Yeah. Well, I bet you maybe a toilet has cracked and they have the top of it. And so they could sell that like. Well, you go to Facebook Marketplace, parts. you start looking for a tank lid. Now, how do you know if it fits or not? Now you got to meet somebody at the police station at three o'clock in the afternoon to buy a tank lid that's $10 and now it doesn't fit. I feel like I most lids fit all toilets. I don't think so, man. Right? You either have the so. rectangle or maybe like a crescent E front to it. I don't know. I would, I know for a fact my husband would send a message like that. Yeah, that's one of those things that you just got to eat. 
Ouch. I mean, not the porcelain. You have to just you just have to take it. It's a collateral damage for having people in your home. Yeah, but then you got to live with it. Every single time you walk yeah. into your bathroom, you put a doily cover over it. It's easier like, for a lady because you turn around and you're looking at something else. Guys, that's what we're looking at. She had wrote, my husband is so mad. We hosted Thanksgiving and uh, he just discovered that somebody cracked the toilet tank cover. Now, a lot of people are texting in. You can buy toilet seats. Like, I understand that. I'm talking about the cover to your toilet. I don't think you can just buy those. Because like I said, this happened to me seven years ago. And I've never seen one at a home improvement store to buy. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd buy one right away. The one that goes over the water. Yeah. So like when you can do an upper decker, you have to remove that. Got it. Uh, what she says her husband wants to do is send out a mass email to ask if anybody wants to own up to it. If they do, he wants to send them a bill. And once again, that is what Derek would do. He wants people to be held accountable. Passive aggressive, but non-confrontational. But it's also your property. I think that if somebody is going to break your property, you shouldn't have to live with it. It's collateral damage to inviting people into your home. Some people just live like complete Neanderthals. Yeah. They just are. And they're likable, lovable people, but they are knuckle-dragging members of our society. Yeah. Well, Lisa, just know that my husband is much like yours would want somebody to own up to it. Jill, thoughts on this? Well, I mean, I would definitely send out a mass text for sure. I, I don't think that um, the husband would be wrong for doing that. But so what would that say? What, what would your mass text say? Because you'd have to have something you're going to do about it. I mean, I would just say, you know, hey, I obviously noticed that the toilet seat is broken, which obviously means whoever did it noticed it. Um, so, you know, is someone willing to confess? Yeah, this was me. I did it. Yeah. You know? I don't know if anyone is. I wouldn't, even if it was it. me, I wouldn't reply to that text. Odds <laughs> are uh, they're probably not going to, but yeah. I mean, I guess it's worth at least, you know, asking. But I know, like, my cousin, uh, I have a very a hard shutting toilet seat compared to theirs. And he even told me on Saturday when we had our Thanksgiving, he's like, your toilet seat scares me because every time I shut it, it slams. And I feel like your toilet seat's so loud. Yeah. So, I mean, if my toilet seat had broken, I feel like he would have just confessed. I would like... I would like to recommend that we start doing something different in our society. And I think like, like you ever heard somebody burp at the dinner table and they go, oh, compliments to the chef. I think you should slam that. Like if you have a really world-class Duke, like you sit down and it's a, it's a, it's a number two, like a one wiper. It is so slick and just, we got it. It's got a, a nice teardrop shape to the end of it. And if it's a great poop, I think slamming the toilet seat should be a compliment to your, your system Body? doing what it should. Yeah, but a burp doesn't ruin property. Yeah, well, this doesn't either. It's just a slamming of the toilet, so you're fine. So. Until you crack the porcelain yeah. toilet and then water flows out But of sometimes it. that's worth it. If you had a great poops, it's okay. worth telling sure. people about. And you should just you're be the able only to one that the toilet is on seat, this. and then that should be it, I think. Sure. All right, while you're calling, texting, what's trending? What do you got for Let us, Kat? figure it out. Trending today is Hidden Valley Ranch's version of Elf on the Shelf. They did Ranch on a Branch. Did you see this? No. Sold out in 10 hours. I, actually, now that you said it, I did see it on Instagram. People yeah. just love Ranch so much. Um, but now these plush dolls are being sold, resold on eBay for hundreds of dollars. I don't know why you'd fall for it unless you just hate money. I wouldn't spend my money on it. But our elf left... 
about four years ago, and we have not seen him since. Ours went to help our niece and nephew. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He was already done with, like, helping our children. Yeah. So he went to help uh, Jack and Emerson. Our elf, Ernie, has yet to be heard of. I don't know if he, yeah, went, he went gambling on one day yeah. and never came back, <laughs> but uh, he has been gone for that amount of time. So I want to know how naughty has your elf been? You know how they have, like, um, some elves... They have Barbie over the stove. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you buy a piece of thread. And, you know, they do some nasty, terrible things. I want to know. And if you have a photo to go with it, that is even better. Uh, go ahead and text it because the Elf on the Shelf's Ranch on the Branch. And, you know, a lot of people don't know that we were the first ever radio station to broadcast about the Elf on the Shelf and have the creators on our show. Do you remember that? No. You probably don't. Don't at all. You were here. I believe I was physically here. I just. <laughs> this is uh, here. You know, the game six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Sure. This is like, um, how many ways are you not related, but in it's uh, it's Hollywood actors. In common? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And how many how many degrees they are away from him? It was such a thorn in my side. You know, all I ever really wanted when I started out was to do work and have the work to speak for itself. You know, I pushed back on it for a long time. And then eventually, you know, you get older and you go, it's kind of fun. Yeah, it is. I mean, the guy's worked with everybody. Yeah, I feel like it would be really fun to do this because, you know, maybe you'll be in a conversation with someone and be like, actually, you know, uh, my third cousin used to be married to this person and they're famous in Hollywood. So if you have a story like that, this is where you start calling. Do you want to hear mine? Well, yeah. Does this have to do with your, is this your cousin or your uncle that worked in Hollywood? He's a, a few of these. Okay. But okay. So I am one degree of separation from the fielders, the baseball players. Oh, Prince right on. and Cecil. I went to Valley Fair with Prince. He was a chubby, <laughs> he was a chubby boy. He had to borrow my dad's swim trunks. Oh, no. But that is because my uncle Mike used to live in Japan right next door to them when they were playing over there. Oh, right on. Okay, cool. So, known them since what? I don't know. I was seven. Really? Yeah. Could you reach out to him right now and get him on the show? No, not at all. <laughs> I probably could if I dropped my uncle's name because they're still in contact. But like I, he wouldn't, I don't think he'd remember me. You think he was crushing on you when you were at Valley Fair? Uh, how could you not with my one piece Speedo? Boy, that suit. haircut you had back then too. <laughs> my Lloyd Christmas Was haircut. he like, hey everybody, meet my friend Jim. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's not- um, I would say I am one degree from Marty Cove, a.k.a. Sensei Crease from... Oh, Karate interesting Kid how? and Cobra Kai. My dad's cousin, John, okay. John Coleman, who was in movies out in Hollywood. Now he just makes these cute little videos yeah. of all of his stories from the past. And so that's one. And I've actually gone to dinner with Marty Cove. And that was you when were we were at in dinner LA. with Crease from Cobra Kai. Yeah, but I was 12, so I don't really. You had no idea who he was. No, we had a famous like jockey that was at the party. He was throwing some little cocktail party. And we a were little, there probably, in yeah, LA. And, um, and then we went out to some steak restaurant. And that's all I remember. I don't remember like okay. how cool it was. So you're pretty close. Uh, one degree away from Lillian Mueller. So hold who on, was let me a- back that up. You're more than one degree away from Crease. No, because it's your dad's John. cousin. Yeah, but it's my cousin as well. You know, it's yeah. his first cousin. It's my lame whatever. Uh, one degree from Lillian Mueller. She was a Playboy playmate. That was John's longtime girlfriend, baby mama. They have Alice, my cousin Alice, together. Okay, and she's beautiful. Maybe you'll remember some parts of her. Yeah, I might have to look that up again. I think you will. Yeah, some show research, and then one degree away from Camila Cabello because. 
He was in her music video. Do you want to see it? He's right there. This is your cousin is in Camila right Cabello's. That's John right there. Oh, you're right. He is. He has a Tommy gun what? in her My Oh My video. My oh, my. oh, my gosh. Yeah. He has a long tan jacket and he he's a handsome man. Bright blue eyes. Yeah. He's got that like rugged old school good looks kind yes. of thing going on. Huh? Yeah. He could be in like a spaghetti Western for sure. So. He's kind of like my only. I feel so jealous. I don't have any of these. I don't don't have one, like even a five degree separation from somebody. So, okay. The only way I know this is my daughter had to do a school project a few years ago about our ancestry line. Here's what I do know is, and I can, I couldn't even tell you the guy's name, but I was like seven degrees separation from a Canadian prime minister. Yeah. So somebody who was running the country. (sighs) I think was the sister to like my great, 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 great grandfather who ended up being kidnapped by a native tribe in Canada and his wife, instead of paying the ransom, took all their money and went to the States Yeah, and then separated the family, New York and Minnesota, so nobody could find us and went back to her maiden name, which... Is where I am. So, so I wouldn't like, say famous for him. I'd say infamous. Infam- like, yeah, but he was. Yeah, but the prime minister was his brother-in-law at the time. Like was running the show. Okay. Like uh, so I would I, say good story. I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm a little ways away from Canadian royalty. Like I win. If I went back to my homeland, I think they would usher me in with open arms and say, "Would you like to lead?" And I'd go, "I'm not looking for that kind of pressure in my life." Yeah, right now. there's a lot of. I'm cooks looking to in do less. Kitchen. Yeah. Uh, April, you have to call because wow, what a story. Let's do separation stories here real quick. I've got time to line up just a couple of, uh, of quick calls. So if you're part of this, call now. Second, Kevin Bacon embracing the whole six degrees thing. There, there was years where he didn't want anything to do with this. And then I remember one of my favorite stories is he was at, uh, I think it was a nightclub in Soho. And somebody had said, I don't know if they saw on Twitter or whatever, but they knew Kevin Bacon was coming to the club. And dude walks in, does not go to his table, does not go to the bar, does not go to the bathroom, walks straight to the back of the club, up the two flights of stairs to the DJ booth. They see him go into the DJ booth. He's in there for about a minute, and then he leaves and he goes to his table and has drinks with his friends. What did he do in the DJ booth? He gave the guy $500, and the instructions were, no matter what, Footloose cannot be played while I'm oh, here. Oh, man. Like, he was that far being done with it yeah. and got into that, like, uh, I don't know, a little bit of an uppity phase of his career. But now he's like, I'm embracing this six degrees thing because, yeah, all I ever wanted to do was work, and I've been blessed enough to work with some amazing people. Have you ever seen him in Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. I just saw that this weekend. Funny. He, he's very funny, embraces his uh, Kevin Bacon-ness. But he was talking about how the game of six degrees Kevin Bacon of Kevin Bacon doesn't bother him anymore. So we want to know. What's your degree away from somebody famous? Brandy, how are we feeling? Pretty good. Excited. I'm great, too. Thanks for asking. Uh, uh, I'm excited to hear about who you have a close connection. How many degrees, by the way? Uh, eight. Eight degrees from, from who? <laughs> I heard, like wait, two, before two you over. even say this, are we all eighth cousins? I Something like I'm that. I'm almost positive no, that no, everybody no. on the planet no, is an eighth cousin. Like, oh, sorry. It's, it's first eight times removed. You're going to have to, okay, just say who it is. Yeah, who's the celebrity? <laughs> the seventh president of the United States, Andrew Jackson. Old AJ. Old Andrew. 
Okay, and uh, and now how now how are you connected with uh, Andrew Jackson, who did some amazing things for our country? So Andrew Jackson and his wife didn't have any children of their own; they actually adopted, um, so they have no direct descendants. But his grandfather was my eighth great grandfather. Okay, how so often do you pull this time. out at the bar? I don't go to the bar. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Um, so I bring it up everywhere. So I go. never. <laughs> everywhere anybody, I go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anytime anybody is like, you know, what's something somebody doesn't know about you? That's when I pull it out. A tour. Oh, you know, when fun. I go to New Orleans, take a picture in front of the statue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know that he was a, a major contributor to the Revolutionary War. Yes, he yeah. was. I mean, right. it was guys like him that have us having freedom right now and not drinking tea with our pinkies up. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> All right. That joke was lost. Thanks, Brandy. Have a great morning. You're welcome. Take care. I was Bye. envisioning something else. All right. What were you envisioning? I don't know. Oh, um, just maybe closer <laughs> and more accurate. I don't know. All right. Who's this? I don't know. Hi. Good oh, morning. Just, how, are hi. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Great. What's your name? April. Hey, April. Uh, how far? Or first off, who's the celebrity that you're once or once or twice or six times removed from? No way! Uh, no, what you're, he's like close cousins or kissing cousins? Uh, like second cousins. Really? Score. Does he look like him at all? No. Um, it's his uh, mom's cousin. At okay. any given time, could your husband actually get in touch with Billy Ray or his sexy new fiance or Miley if he had to? If he had to, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. And you guys just don't want any, you don't want any of that pain of being caught up in a celebrity world, I'm assuming. You just want to lay low, right? Yeah, they, they've gone to the family reunions and stuff. Really? And he looks across the table as he's getting a seven-layer salad and a brat off the grill that's a little overdone, and there's Billy Ray Cyrus? Yep. Business in the front, party in the back. Yeah. Well, that's a good yep. one. Thank yeah. you for calling. Right, have a great day, April. What was that? Sorry. I said, have a great day. You sound like you're underwater, maybe, and you're busy with the water coming into the submarine, it sounds like. No, I'm driving to work. So. Right. Be safe. Right. We'll grade that phone. Tell him JJ sent you. All right. All right. Uh, we got this one from Vernay, and this is pretty cool. So my maternal grandmother and Tippy Hedren are first cousins. Oh, Tippy. Tippy is Melanie Griffith's mom, you know. So that's a really big name. Can that actually be your first name is Tippy? Sure can. It's got to be. It's got to be slang for something. That's adorable. Um, that's a really big name. Wasn't she in The Birds? Oh, she's still alive? Cousin with Billy Ray Cyrus, though. That lead the pack this morning? Yeah, she's 92. She's from New Ulm. Tippy's from New Ulm? Oh, my God. Oh, Tippy. Many people across central Minnesota, all over the place, are going to let their fingers do the shopping today. We have Cyber Monday happening today, so try to be as productive as possible at work that you can be. But NetBee Pro's Keith Swingle says that there are two suggestions that he has today. One is to make sure that you manage the passwords for your credit cards, and that could be as simple as to make the change right after the holiday season. 
So use what you have right now as far as a password. And then once I use password one, two, three on all of mine, does that mean safe? Oh my God, is same. That- <laughs> all of mine. That's funny. ASDGF. The other one is to set up your card to notify you of any transactions. My grandpa has that. And, uh, it, you know, it could be a little annoying, but wouldn't you want to know? Like, wouldn't you want to know He's if somebody got nothing else going on? What does he care? Right. So I actually am going to do that today or this week sometime because I want to know. A man is in stable condition after being rescued out of the Gulf of Mexico. He fell overboard on a cruise ship. They say he could have been floating for close to half a day. At any point from 11 p.m. on Wednesday on, uh, he could have entered the waterway. He realistically could have been in the water for 15 plus hours before we were able to successfully rescue him. The longer that somebody's in the water, the greater the search area is going to be. So time is certainly of the essence. The will to live is something that you need to account for in every search and rescue case. 15 hours. Did he have a flotation device? No. He treaded water for yeah. 15 hours? To see That's him, like some Navy SEAL kind of stuff. They had like the... Um, uh, Gotta be infrared, right? Infrared, yeah. and they see him splashing, but his head keeps going under the water. And I'm like, like they caught him at the last minute. Probably. <sighs> he was probably getting very tired, and uh, he, he, was, <laughs> he was partying with his sister, okay? And then he's like, I'm gonna go. Wouldn't and, it have been great if the helicopter flies over him and they're like... Sir, we've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> He's like, get how out of here. Pass up that opportunity. <laughs> but then he left and she goes to check on him six hours later for breakfast. And he's not there. And then they look for Jeez. him. He could have been anywhere. The way that waves move, and he he is blessed for sure. Three Ohio teens, they have been arrested after police say that they tried to steal food from Buffalo Wild Wings. So they go to eat, all right? They run up this big tab for like 150 bucks. And the employee, who is 16 years old, she's not going to let them walk out on that. I have a person trying to dine and dash on me, and they're currently hitting one of my employees. It's horrible to think that they thought to go and take it that far over a $115 bill. My employee is currently on their car. They're driving recklessly. Oh I was terrified for my life, and I had no idea what was going to happen. Okay, I get that you love your job at B-Dubs, but don't ever jump on someone's car. No, I feel like the uh, CEO of B-Dubs would advise against it. She was holding on where the windshield wipers were. This is like an action movie. They took her on the highway. Jeez. They finally catch up with them, and they're charged with reckless endangerment, also running out on uh, a big tab. Again, just to put this in perspective. 20% 20% t- uh, tip on this is $30. Yeah. You're going to jump on someone's hood and go down the highway for $30? <laughs> Get out of here. All right. So we, ladies, I think, have been looking for a man, right? We want a man in our life that helps us out with stuff because we're just little girls. We don't know how to do anything ourselves. So this guy has now offered to step up and wake us up the only way that a man can. Let me be that guy again. Hey, where's where's my work stuff? Hey, I woke the baby up on accident. Hey, where's my sixth favorite T-shirt? Hey, I drank and ate the rest of everything. Uh, you need to go to the store. Good luck getting back to sleep. Love you, bye. <laughs> what a dream. You agree that holiday parties, even 10 years ago, were more fun when it comes to your work family? Yes. How about five years ago? Um, Where was it five years ago? Yeah, probably. You know, I really enjoyed the on-air party at Old Brick House. I thought that that was really fun. It was like delicious food, uh, good drinks, fellowship, did a gift exchange. That was fun. Is there any of that being planned around here this year? I don't know. I haven't heard a peep. 
Yeah. Uh, if you don't like going to your parties. Well, we have a, a company party coming up beginning of January. Oh. You'll is get that, your save the day. I was going to say, have those details been released at all? <laughs> no, not yet. So but I have to shop for everything. Here's the problem with that. Give us all the details so we can clear it on our calendar. I know. I think they're sending out the save the date this week. So then you'll it's know. It's too late. That should have been. Why couldn't that been sent out in October? Because um, they just decided on a date. Ah, horse crap. It's that's, a, that's axe throwing. Nah, that's axe a, throwing. That's a lazy man's way to do it. Anyway. All right. So if you're not a big fan of going to your company's pol- uh, parties, Wait it out. It could mean an early retirement. So there's this guy in France that didn't want to go to any his, com- his company. The parties were like binge drinking, half naked people, it, it, like what you expect a frat party to be. Yeah. And this guy was like, I don't want any part of it. So they would all get together almost every weekend at this company he was working at and throw these monster parties. Yeah. And he's like, dude, I don't want any part of this. So they canned him. And they said that he's no fun so they chucked him. You can fire somebody for not being fun? No, this guy now has sued his company. Absolutely. He looks like he's going to walk out with about a half a million dollars on this yeah. deal. Throw your own party with that money. That's ludicrous. They would throw parties at the end of every week. Yeah. There was hazing. There was <gasps> binge drinking. And this guy, and they're not naming him. They're just calling him Mr. T in the lawsuit because he doesn't want his name out there, right? Yeah. Uh, appeals court just sided with him. And said uh, that these policies violated his fundamental right to dignity yeah. and privacy. And he's going to get paid out at least half a million dollars, it looks like, right now. Not everybody is a party animal. You really shouldn't be after a certain age. It should be like a novelty, you know. After a certain age, it's not cute. If you're always wasted at parties, hanging up. But what makes down. it fun for you? What makes what, So, okay, so I know you're part of the little party planning committee here and stuff like that. But if you're an outsider like me... What would make you want to come to our holiday party? Big gifts. Like what? What's big? Big gift cards, like $100, $200 gift cards to Target, big appliances. What's the food? That has I'm more yet into to be that. See, I'm more into that. You got it. So you people. But that's not me. Don't point a finger. Yeah, Everybody you're part is delegated. You're part of this problem. A certain area yeah, in mine is see. the shopping of the gifts. The food should have came first. What are you going to serve? Get that save the day out in October. You wouldn't go anyway. When's the last time you've gone to a Christmas party? Because I've been out of town every time we've done this for the last six years at hockey tournaments. Mm. Sir, I'm going to look at my little kid and go, you know what? Dad's going to go eat some salad and a couple of baguettes and not win a TV and miss your whole weekend of hockey. I'm not going to do that. Listen, I can tell you right now that I can't make it this year because we have basketball. So, But I am doing my part to make it easier. I'm coming up with some games. Whoever is going to be the master of ceremony, they can take it from there. But Interesting. Who's that? No idea. See, who, the who could that possibly be? We're, a, we're less than a month away from Christmas and everything is unanswered. <laughs> what, you, what are you guys doing here? Uh, Nobody works around here. What else could you be doing during the day? I walk around. I see tumbleweed through the hallways here. There's nobody here. What can you be I can't doing? Let you, I can't let you annoy me this early. I can't let that happen. How can you call yourself a party planning committee when there isn't even a party planned yet? Yeah. God. The enlist, like. I feel like you're not listening because there is a party plan. The amount of disappointment I've had in this is like a Dead Sea Scroll. I could go on and on reading this. Yeah. You guys are killing me. Regardless, if you don't want to go to your company party, like maybe now I don't, and then I can sue them and I can get a half a million dollars to retire. 
Good plan. Booyah. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.